Parental discretion is advised. On this week of the Wrestling Mayhem Show, I don't know a single thing of what I'm talking about. Also, Kenny Picker returns. Mayhem Show. This edition of Wrestling Mayhem Show is brought to you by... Check out the insane Fans Bring the Weapons match at Unleashed 5 and the surprising championship tournament at the upcoming Resurrection DVD and digital download release. Find out more at rwalive.com. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, hot dogs of all ages. Welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show number 378. It is July the 16th, 2013. When we're recording, when you're listening, is the best day of your life. Folks, we've got a great one for you this week. I'm serious. This is going to be the best Wrestling Mayhem Show ever. All the other shows, we were just fucking around. This week, we're actually going to try. Folks, you can find us each and every week at our home, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can find us just about anywhere else you can find any fine podcast in the world listen to us on your iphone your android phone blackberry web os phones you can find us on stitcher which is smart radio for your phone you can find us on downcast on pod cruncher and yes even that generic ios podcasting app itunes comments are welcome hell we would love it if you would uh, comment on iTunes, I think that means something. Um, you can see us live every Tuesday night on WrestlingMayhemShow.BlipTV, YouTube.com slash WrestlingMayhemShow for your week-long Mayhem Show fix. Folks, we got Mayhem Wear. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com. ProWrestlingTees, that's T-E-E-S.com uh, for the finest in Mayhem Wears. Go and do it today. Clothe yourself. Swaddle yourself in the mayhem clothing uh we also have an iphone app for uh pretty much anything else that you could possibly want uh when it comes to the mayhem we've got uh, we've got the shows audio and video that's right and video can you believe it i can't and we've got a little something called mayhem show gold that's right we record extra shit just for you just for the app listener it's a dollar 99 find it on any single device you could possibly have except for windows os i don't think we have it there um every tuesday watch us live live.sorgatronmedia.com and for you you those of you watching us live this tuesday well thank you very much and hello let's kick this shit off i'm dj lunchbox but enough about me sorgatron who fucking runs things what's up sorgatron what's up don't mind the computer on my face i'm beta testing something right now uh but if you want to tweet me during the show at sorgatron it will tweet my face so we'll see how that goes do it right now do it right now don't you wish you could join us live tweet tweet a picture of your penis no don't do that tweet a picture of your penis. i'm pretty sure that's against the shoots. thankfully it just shoots don't come across google glass like flying toasters just Pew, pew, pew. I wish there was a flying toaster screensaver on here. That would be so nice, you know? <laughs> Just flying by as I drive down the street. Ooh, wreck. Um, yes. That's right, folks. Sorgatron, who is he's, – he's got it on lockdown. You don't have to worry about anything because Sorg is the driver. He's the engine of the Wrestling Mayhem show. Next, we have the kid who sits in back and yells too loud. Folks, wrestle fan <laughs> out of Corpus Christi, Texas. 
Hey, if, if Sorgatron's the driver, I'm in the... What? What's that fucking little car called on the side of the motorcycle? The clown the car? Sidecar. The sidecar? Sidecar! That makes sense. Sidecar! I'm in the sidecar. I point out. I'm all funny with my glasses and shit. Have you gone, like, I, Steve Jobs on us? Because all I ever hear, see you in is, like, black, like, kind of colored t-shirts now. I don't know if I'm, it's just... I'm still in my work shirt. Oh, okay. I'm tired. <laughs> is that the work shirt you wore <laughs> during mean, your, pig, your photo shoot? Um, it's great. No, not for my photo shoot. Ooh, special photo shoot. But no. Uh, yeah, it's a Wrestling Mayhem show night. I'm excited. Awesome. Could be. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got a special treat for you this week. This shit is fantastic. Our final guest, he's a friend of the show. He's going to be sticking with us during the entire show. This motherfucker is like King Midas. Everything he touched turns to gold, but not in a bad way, which I think that story was bad. Kenny Pickett, ladies and gentlemen, is with us. Whoa, you peaked out. Kenny Pickett's with us. How you doing, man? Good. You're right. That is a bad story. I wouldn't want any everything I touched to turn to gold. That would be bad. <laughs> awesome last time you were here you were uh in the midst of a kickstarter uh for your first album of course you, you're known for uh music you've done for chikara and ring of honor in the past uh that's right so uh what happened with the kickstarter how did it end up after after uh, departing our show here well after uh departing your show and i'm going to say directly because of it yes the album was fully funded and uh Yay. i am getting the the mixes tonight as, right after this, this is over. I'm getting the mixes, and uh, it should be mastered, and everything should be printed, and this album should be uh, out next week, Excellent. at the end of next week. Excellent. Nice. I, saw, I, I did get my note to uh, uh, send in my real address, so That's I, good. I, I, I figured either I was receiving an album or the stocking had begun. So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't sure. Why can't it be there. both? I could be both. Uh, both are, are mostly welcome. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, even with a little bit of spare, you got, you actually went over your goal a little bit. So a little bit of extra you got to, to buy a few more beers, you got a couple beers, maybe the glossy paper on those, uh, inserts. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, cool. So anything else, uh, coming up you want to bring up or has it been all locked down on the album? How'd the recording go and everything? It's been pretty, uh, pretty locked down on the album. It's, uh, it's just been, uh, it's just two of us recording all the instruments and doing all the production and everything. So there's a lot of very fierce uh, hours going through that. And now, uh, now I've got some work to do uh, once this album comes out. And by work, I mean being a camp director at a rock and roll music camp. Nice. So that's nice. coming up next. And then uh, there will be shows, and I hope to be chatting with you guys more through the, the fall as well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, let us know any updates uh, uh, coming up there. We'll be sure to talk about him, uh, all of them on here on the show. Uh, okay. Other than that, we mixed it up a little bit, but let's start the rest of the show proper. The only way we know how with the fan mail, you're welcome to join us with any comments or answer, answer uh, any questions that come in with us, Kenny. Oh my God, I have so much to say about money in the bank. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be coming up. Uh, there's a lot to talk about that. So let's get to the first one here. Let's see what we got queued up here. Uh, looks like we got. Is it Zero? I'm like, oh, somebody mixed my stuff up, or I'm on the wrong, wrong dock. Sure. Sure. Zero. Wait, Leg Kick TKO, TKO is in mine. Uh, Wrestle Fan, do you want to take that one? Yes, I will. Uh, people of Mayhem. It is I. Greetings, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. How excited are y'all for John Cena versus Daniel Bryan? 
That's gonna that's going to provide for so much Bella's drama on Total Divas, and I hope SummerSlam ends with Cole telling us to catch Total Divas to find out how the WWE title match concludes. Yeah. I'd be really sad if that happened. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's either uh, going to be next. that or Randy Orton cashing in immediately on Daniel Bryan. One of those two things is going to happen, and everyone's going to be very upset. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to be a sad man. Sad, sad man. Uh, next on the email, uh, now that the 2013 Gathering of the Juggalos infomercial has finally been released, oh, no. and such... And such WCWE and WCW luminaries as Zach Gowan and Vampiro are scheduled to appear at Bloody Mania. I sincerely hope at least one member of the Wrestling Mayhem show will be on hand to provide live recaps of the action. Though I imagine that, much like dealings with the Wyatt family, anyone you send to the gathering won't be coming back. Now, I, now, now full disclaimer, I've been to the gathering of, of the Juggalos about, I think about three, four, five of them. Uh, I was gonna say, like, okay? GKO doesn't know who she's <laughs> fucking with. I'm like, you, you realize? I, before we did this show, I did WesternPAJuggalos.com for nine years. Okay, that was our original website. That we was that, that was. We were episode. a part of that as the launch. We actually had like this Juggalo streaming radio station. We served off of an old computer sitting in my back room. Uh, so were you a juggalo or were you just running this website? No, you had to be a juggalo to be running the website. No, I was down with I everything. I was digging it. I was digging it. Uh, I, I still love this stuff, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not quite as, you know, following up on all of it as this. But, uh, yeah, like, the wrestling there was always this. Remember the back picture with Norman Smiley was from there, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, that's it was always a good time in the most ridiculous stuff. Uh, and I know uh, Zach Gowan is definitely a, a juggalo uh, uh, for real. Uh, and a lot of these guys have a lot of funs going to these shows, uh, you know, even as ridiculous as they can be. Uh, so, I mean, they put on a pretty crazy show. The, the names they've been getting in the last few years have been ridiculous. Um, you know, and, and, and then if you if you go, uh, I mean, this is like four days at a campsite. Uh, they've, they've, I haven't been there since they've moved to uh, Illinois or Peoria, around Peoria, Illinois, I think it is. Um, uh, but it, it, there's always a chance, like, I mean, that you can run into any of these guys uh, drinking or smoking something, just uh, wandering the night uh, sometimes. Wandering uh, the so night. Wandering <laughs> yeah. the night. You got any info on who's on the bill this year? No, no, I don't. I don't. Like I said, I haven't been following these ones. But the infomercial, I'm sure, tells all. Uh, I it's love a, the infomercials. It, wow. Yeah, I, I remember when they first started doing them. Um, Full was, disclosure, though, I did buy Greg, uh, Great Malenko when it came out. <laughs> was so everybody, that's no, come on. Everybody bought Great Malenko. Well, I, well, I had the one before it, though, too. The uh, Riddle Box? What it was called. <laughs> card, card number three. Card in the number Doomsday, three. Uh, that's right. Old school. You're getting the box set coming out of the originals. <laughs> oh, I would buy that. There you go. Um, but no, no, it's a serious deal. It's usually a lot of fun. They've been, they've been putting a lot of DVDs out. But again, it's one of those things where uh, their brand of wrestling is not for the general wrestling fan. You have to be like a wrestling fan plus a Juggalo fan. Uh, <laughs> kind of. I used to also have the Juggalo Championship Wrestling VHS tapes right. too. Those were That's uh, right. Still got those. I mean, the Strangle The Strangle Mania. Strangle Mania. Yeah. Amazing! I, w- I went and rebought that on DVD. So oh, that's great. Awesome. Back to you, Eamon. Hey, uh, discussion question time. What is your favorite America-themed wrestling move? Despite currently living in Alabama and previously Mississippi, I was born down in West Texas town of El Paso. 
though I did not fall in love with a Mexican girl. So I have to choose hmm. either the Texas Cloverleaf or the Lasso from El Paso variation. So yeah, favorite American-themed uh, wrestling move. American-themed? I'm going to go straight communist and say the uh, Russian leg sweep. <laughs> it's not Which American is- at all. I know. Swerve. Immediately shitting on the parameters of the question. <laughs> well, if you're saying Texas Cloverleaf, I'm going Boston Crab all the way. There you go. Ooh, okay. I was I was thinking Boston Crab. I'm just going. Uh, uh, what what did they call it? With hacksaw, would do the like three point stance and just clothesline the guy in the tackle mode. I mean, that's football, man. That's how more much more American can you get there? Not much. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything anything hacksaw Jim Duggan does counts as American. Exactly. Even when he was Canadian. I like that his moves were just bumping into people. His body was his weapon. Yeah. And a two by four. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Cobra Clutch. Ooh. Because I can't think of any other American named wasn't maneuvers. That, but wasn't that, I was also trying to think what was Slaughter's move like like when he was still American Slaughter like pre Iraqi guy, you know? Because I remember he, he had the. He had the camel clutch for like that. He like he borrowed off of Iron Sheik because he was managing him. Uh, so I, I like, I feel like it was still like the camel clutch or something, right? I thought. It, I, I thought. He, I, wait, I, I, thought, didn't even have I thought his. I thought when he did the Cobra clutch, it was a sleeper. That could be. Am I wrong? That could be actually. Yeah, like kind of like a million dollar dream. Yeah, yeah. I thought I could be wrong. That could be right. That could be right. Million dollar dream. Whatever, America. <laughs> and the rest of the email uh, thanks for the good time did you SB what I was able to accomplish through wordplay just now the wrestling mayhem show your friend the equally pugnacious and palaverous leg kick TKO I knew the word pugnacious that was, that was impressive of me and that's why I gave it to him <laughs> oh her email's in there twice okay I see what happened then okay yeah no problem we'll deal with that um, excellent. So the next one, and let me prep. That there's a video I need to prep for this one, so give me a second. Uh, but this one is from Ciro. He says, uh, just finished watching Raw. I have to say I was quite disappointed at some things. As good as Ziggler versus Big E can be. Uh, the camera's not on me. Hello. Uh, I'm sad the family is broken up. I don't like how Cena gave dragon a pity uh title shot it just makes dragon look weaker in my opinion and i really 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 don't want this thing to involve the bellas as there have been there has been talking of doing it uh just to push the push the total divas but i did like the idea of orton already putting cena on notice and i'm actually looking forward um that or on orton to uh take the title uh this being said i i asked in the facebook group but as may as I may as well do it here too, can we all promise to never make a joke about Orton cashing in out of nowhere? Too late. Way, way, way too late. Bobby almost flipped the table on Friday night, okay? Um, (laughs) If it was a little lighter, I think it would have happened. So, (laughs) just, just, just saying. Um, so between you, between Orton winning and that lady stealing his fried pickles, Bobby was not oh, a happy he was man. Super Wait, upset what? about his fried pickles going away. He had a few done, and he was just kind of nibbling at them. He had like maybe like five fried pickles left, and the lady came and cleaned. She cleaned up and took the fried pickles, and he says, "Motherfucker, like, my fried pickles." She was like, "You're done now, bitch." She called him bitch. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sorry. But other than sorry. that, they were really friendly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, Greensburg, or wherever the hell that was. There you go. Protect your pickles. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, come on, guys. You got a nowhere joke. I mean, one, I think it's hit its pinnacle after AJ sent the uh, the figure of Randy Orton to Bobby without him knowing about, about it in the mail with the post-it note yep. out of nowhere. Um, That's pretty good. I don't think it can get higher than that, but I think you're going to get it until he actually wins it out of nowhere, you know? Then hopefully I'll be done. That'll be the pinnacle, right? Right, right, That'll be sweet. Why did he win Money in the Bank? My response. Anyone, anyone have an answer? My to response that? is: What else has he been doing? How Nothing. long has it been since he's been flat? You know, well, they, like two and a half years. Yeah. So I think it's just his turn again. I mean, you got to think this is a guy that what is he like an eight or nine time champion already? You know, I mean, he 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 tossed it back and forth with people. Has this huge number of titles. They needed to slow him down. Right. I mean, Cena got like a year and a half off without a title. So, mm-hmm. you know, Randy got the cool down period. Now he's back and they can do some stuff with him. Plus, he did have some just- trouble or or they're just like, I'm sorry about your divorce. Take this brief test. <laughs> Not just a year and a half without a title, though. A year and a half with anything. Yeah. Orton yeah. hasn't had it. Anything. Well, I think I think they feel like they can trust him now. Like he's dropped the ball so many times and gotten you know wellness policy violations that he's been good and done exactly what he's told. I think now they're like, okay, we can trust you. Let's put you back in the main event scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll see what it is. Maybe maybe they can do a little bit of reinvention with him because he has not changed. I mean, we talk about the evolution of a character and stuff. And when I say he's flat, I mean, he has literally not done anything of showing any character other than he usually does for that period mm-hmm. that we we're just talking about. You know, I think he was very much in an autopilot mode, both uh, personally and creatively. And I'm hoping this sparks something. So we're like, so we remember how good Randy Orton was again. That would be great. You know, because really. Mm-hmm. There's some point where you're like, "Wow, Randy Orton is the guy," right? At some He's point, still, even if you're flat on him now and don't give a crap about him, what, what is LB? He's still a very talented wrestler. Yes, like everything he does, and I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be saying this until and after he cashes in that thing. But all of his movements are so precise. The way mm-hmm. he sells, the way he attacks, the way he the way he moves across the ring. Even when he was climbing up the ladder and looking around for other people, he was like drumming his fingers because he was anxious. He, he's got these like little nuances that make him really interesting and really good. And that's why it's, it's little things like that. That's why I'm interested to see what they're doing with him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been showing that he can bust out some good matches as of late, you know? So I, I'm inter- I'd be interested to see. I'm not, you know, all angry about it, you know, not just yet. And, you know, he, he, he can definitely progress and get better. And, you know, hopefully that's what we'll see. I mean, from the matches he had with, like, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and even the one, like, last night he had with Fandango, I thought was great. So yeah, there's it was the there. Well, as we all know, Fandango carries everybody in matches. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't read too much into that. That's one. true. That's true. Um, oh, well, I forgot I was on the email uh, reading this one. Uh, one thing I want to say to you, oh, go rewatch that Bray Wyatt segment from yesterday's Raw, but listen to it as if he is only talking to Kane. 
remark out like I did. And he left the link, but the link's actually broken, so I'll go check it out on Hulu Plus later. So so I was wondering about that, because I was kind of listening to that, kind of figured it was towards Kane. There was a lot of, it, it did seem like there was a lot of play. And there was like something about like family members betraying him, right? They said Kane's, yeah. Kane's name. Yeah, he, he did, he did. Mm-hmm. But but, there at the but end. I thought yeah. there was a little bit of um, a, as often has been happening with the Wyatts, a little bit of ambiguity to mm-hmm. to a lot of what they say, um, a lot of just you know weird cult speak. Uh, but but uh, that idea of looking back and saying like you know that this was all veiled towards Kane like a little more specifically than maybe you first thought. Um, mm-hmm. I, I started getting that about halfway through and started paying attention. So I think I lost a little bit of the gist of it. So um, man, how good is that stuff? Oh, so awesome! And I was just saying the night before, like I can't wait for him to like talk, start to call himself the world eater, like he was in NXT about him. Oh, he did last night. He, yeah, he, he did, did last night. night. He, he was the world night. eater. What's That's that? such an awesome touch. I know. <laughs> so he's like he's Galactus or something, you know. Um, I really like that at the end of his promos, it flashes like the for a second the sheep mask on the screen yeah, for like a his, split second, and then goes to commercial. Yeah, yeah. That's really creepy. Awesome. So I, every I, it, it sounds like it, it's unanimous amongst everybody. It's everything we could have hoped for so far with two segments at least. Mm. So. Yeah, I, I remember getting mad that Husky Harris was not Husky Harris anymore because I was like, <laughs> oh, I was a big Husky Harris guy. Yeah, uh, he was the one that bought the whole T-shirt. New happening. You were the I'm, one that I'm bought the it. T-shirt, right? That that was me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and he says finally, BT Dub uh, opposite Momentum Science. Predicted five out of seven matches on Sunday. Not too bad. Later, Meham, Ciro, out. Or Ciro might be that uh, Reddit spoiler guy. Oh, Dolphin guy? Yeah. Yeah, Dolphin, mm. Dolphin's Cry 1992, is it? That's yeah, not it. yeah. <laughs> so that was an interesting story that popped up on the Facebook group. We'll probably talk about a little bit more on the roundtable. I've actually been reading his predictions for the past couple months uh, yeah. before this whole, like, I just found out it was on like Deadspin and stuff today. Yeah, yeah. It apparently, yeah, it's, apparently, he's been right. Apparently, every they, time. Apparently, WWE themselves just found out about this. So okay, good. <laughs> good. He's, he's the he's the uh, Snowden of professional wrestling. Apparently, so you got to work it in. Yeah, I hope it's Zack Ryder. <laughs> it's Zack Ryder. <laughs> um, he's getting a better deal. Exactly. Who wants the next one here, guys? Mr. LB, uh, I've never got to. I've never got to read a Riz mail. Okay. Let All me right. see if I can fix your audio while I'm at it. Oh, good. <laughs> WMS. There he is. Greetings from the great unknown. I don't know where I am or how I got here. Whoever these people call this place, Delaware, which I believe means whale's vagina. I did not get to see money in the bank know enough about it to say that once I get out of here, I'll have to take a look at it. No spoilers, Eamon. Shit happened, bro. (laughs) Also, I believe out of the entire Mayhem Nation, I was the only one who gave RVD any percentage of a chance to be good. And as always, I was right. Eamon was wrong. The Earth spins normally again for the time being. I withhold this time for the time to apologize to me for me being right. Don't worry. I'll wait. All you have to do is say Riz is right. Amen. 
Yeah, you're not right. You're not right whatsoever. We tried. LB, your turn. <laughs> is we'll get that later. Oh, what? Do I don't I know. I thought it was just... Riz is right. Oh, Riz, yeah, Riz is right. Whatever. Oh, Riz is right. <laughs> for, the, for the bit I caught of Raw, Daniel Bryan is super duper over. I have never seen a wrestler that over before in my 26 minus two days years of being on this earth. TNA was so good, there was one point where I began watching the knockout spot fest ladder match Scissor Fest and had myself wishing for a tornado to rip off the top of the arena and have sharks maul everyone in that arena, which includes <laughs> both competitors and everyone who thought it was a great match. Then I turned on Sharknado, which was ten times, nay, one bazillion trillion million cubgillion better times times better. CTKO, I can use gigantical words too, like re- rehab, uh, rehab. And then that's where the audio is cutting out. <laughs> no, that's okay. Until next time, I'm going to need a bigger chopper, Riznado. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Riz. Yeah, he's taking a vacation. Well, you did join us in the hangout from Delaware. Uh, so. Yeah, that motherfucker looks... He's dark. He's dark. He's some sun. <laughs> I didn't know it was the same person. Uh, so the next one goes to you, actually. Again, LB, uh, it's that uh, you have to correct the vile thing that happened when Bobby read this email <laughs> last hey, week. Hey, Bobby didn't um, do too bad. I'm going to say that Bobby tried. Yes. And the first step of anything is trying. Sure. And I'm not going to say anything else about it. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's Big PPC, motherfucking fan of the motherfucking year. So, Money in the Bank was great, but the ending was really lame, Orton wins, really? WWE, WWE, really? Tell me that's not how you're going to end the show. Not to mention John Cena wins against Mark Henry. Damn! Sandow winning was great, but everyone in that match could won, and I would be happy. Fantastic showing by the real Americans, Jack Swagger and Antonio Cesaro. Cody Rhodes had a great night, too. Whether you liked it or not, our RVD did good. Christian did good. Punk had a good night, even if Heyman spoiled it. And even D. Bryan getting shot against Cena at SummerSlam. Things are looking better. Bray Wyatt and Wyatt family, amazing, per usual. Shield attack Henry. Why? We will see. Ziggler versus Big E looks like with little Puerto Rican girl in the mix could be entertaining for sure. <laughs> So questions this week. Who would you like to see the Wyatt family feud with first? Will it be Kane when he returns? Or will Kane join them? Who, okay. Who would like to see Damien Sandow cash in on Del Rio or Ziegler? And the final question. <laughs> why? Mayhem crew. Why did Randy Orton win? Who caused this tragedy? Was it Triple H? Was a Stephanie? 
Or was it just felt that time since it's been two years since this fucker had a legitimate shot? Who cares, really, right? Fuck Orton. <laughs> Till next week, it's been me. It's been me. It's it, Big PPC. Take care, Mayhem Crew. Sent from my, that's right, iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> so did he actually, like, like, like update his signature to say it that way? <laughs> no, no, I said that. Because... Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, I like to I like to have fun. So questions. <laughs> I think the more we That's do a lot of questions. I think the more we do this accent, he actually writes to it. I think I think you're right. I think he's, he's like writing with a Russian accent at this point. Um so so first question. Uh, okay. Uh, who who would you like to see the Wyatt family feud with first? Will it be Kane when he returns or will Kane join them? I don't no, know. Kane, he, uh, he's not joining him. I was kind of. I think he is. Oh, come I was kind of. I've been of, thinking about it. He would have a perfect fit with them. That's true. I was kind of hoping they would turn our truth. No. No. What is wrong with you two? Anybody? No. No. It's it's Rowan. It's Harper, and it's Wyatt, and that's it. Okay. No one fucking else. No fucking no. No. Oh, wouldn't it be great though if they became like right to censor straight edge society on this and start no. turning people. No. Listen, his his gimmick is built to to collect disciples. Kane is a great place to start. He's he's got the the semi twisted character. They could take him back into a darker place. I think it'd be great. Yeah, especially recently, you know. I, I mean, bring him in, you know, uh, turn him into like another like enforcer. Even though they, I, mean, I know they don't really know it, but can you imagine this this faction with like three seven foot guys? You know, um, <laughs> you don't can, need it though. You don't need you don't it. Need it. But it could be fun to kind of reinvent Kane a little bit, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they try to do that a lot. I, I don't know. Well, I, I do that all the time. I think they need it's to always fun to reinvent Kane. Yeah. It's six, like it's it, Kane, was, Kane it. was great with Daniel Bryan. He was great against The Undertaker. I think he'd be He's great. He's always great. This. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Next I don't one. know. I think we need to keep it in the core three. Well, I think they should feud with tons of punk. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's what I think. I think they should just just start destroying the tag team division. Like I, I, I think it's just like tons of funk. Yeah, like they'll start tons <laughs> of tons of funk. You, you know, everybody just just tear them all apart. Uh, your 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 militia, American militia, whatever they're calling uh, 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 Zeb's coalition now. Uh, you know, the real those, Americans. Yeah, the, the real Americans. There you go. And, and just the American males. What what if? <laughs> The American males, the uh, American dragons, the uh, whatever else is left, Strike Force. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Strike Force. I mean, power and glory. What, what if it came to a point if you had, because we're not afraid these days, it seems, of face face, heel heel stuff. Look at the entire money in the bank for the World Heavyweight Championship, right? Uh, so, mm-hmm. what if we built to a point where it was, you know, uh, Wyatt versus Shield. Why are we? We're oh, they're not going to do that. They're they're all bad guys and stuff. It's like, yeah, but the Wyatts are way worse. At this, they are point. doing the same kind of thing. Both uh, of the both yeah. of the squads. So, so I, I I wouldn't mind seeing them fight each other. Of course not. That'd I mean, it, it's it's probably too obvious in the long run, but uh, I, I I think it'd be interesting. You know, Wyatts versus three man band. Three man band. Is. There oh, you go. Yes. There you go. Uh, I still Next stick- question. Next question. 
Who would you like to see Damien Sandow cash in on Del Rio or Ziegler? Ziegler. Ziegler. Mm, Ziegelstein. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take the field. I would like to see it further down the line, I think. Hang out with it for a bit. I, I, I think it makes it. He's going to feud with Cody before he gets to anything. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A, like an extreme rules kind of cash in or something like that. Oh, wow. Way, way down the line. <laughs> Isn't that what Ziggler did though? Was this Extreme Rules he did that? No, it was like a week the, after the, 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 the night after Mania. It was the night after WrestleMania, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I could see him doing that. I don't know if they would do it so soon though. With that, um, I don't know. I, I I'm really surprised. I didn't think he was the kind of character they would put in that. I'm so happy about it. I'm so happy they decided to I, do that. If he does it, he's not mm-hmm. going to be a long champion. He's going to be some kind of... I, I do feel like he's going to be some kind of weird transitional champion they stick in there somewhere. Well, has most of them been a long champion? What, not it? really. The people that have won money in the bank? That's true. Well, maybe like it's it's kind of a put it on you and see what happens kind of thing. They put it on Jack Swagger and everyone was like, okay, that's, that's great. But like, what if Sandow, you know blows up maybe he's maybe he's really popular and they gets a long run That's or maybe true. he loses the briefcase to Cody Rhodes yeah yeah I, I, I thought can see about that, that too I can see that going either way awesome what's the last one there yeah okay last question um in the final question, Mayhem Crew, why did Randy Orton win? That was my question. Remember the rest of it. Yeah, we touched on this a little bit already. Why? I, again, yeah, I, I covered it. Yeah, we already covered it. So, awesome. And that concludes the fan mail for this week, unless something snuck in, guys. Uh, if somebody want to take a peek there. Uh, in the meantime, nope, can you... I know, Kenny, you had a lot to say about Money in the Bank. You, you seemed like you were chomping at the bit to talk about it. Was there anything <laughs> about about it that uh, that uh, we didn't touch on yet here in Fan Mail? Uh, I don't think so. I was excited about Damian Sandow, though, mm-hmm. i got to say. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't really talk too much about that match. That was, one, I personally think it was the best of the two. I would mm-hmm. agree with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, although I, I did think Rob Van Dam did a very good job. Oh, yeah. Time. Oh yeah, for and, sure. And Sunday night. Yeah, he did fine. I love. I loved how they all turned on him. They were like, "We got to take somebody out immediately," and they started with him. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The coolest part about that match was they're doing that thing where they're sort of taking each other out one by one in the beginning, and then it comes down to Punk and Daniel Bryan, and the crowd goes nuts because Punk and Daniel Bryan. Crazy. And then Rob. And then Rob Van Dam creeps back up on the apron, and they both run and knock him down and go back to their. Like staring at each other, I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing that was symbolism. Great. A lot of the story, I think it was AJ that tweeted this that that the crowd makes a good match great, and I think mm-hmm. you had a lot of those mo- moments that night in, in Philadelphia with across the board, like not just yeah. the Money in the Bank, like especially the Money in the Bank, of course. Uh, especially but, uh, John Cena, Mark Henry, Cena, Henry. I think the ladies uh, did really good that night again with the crowd. Oh, they were great. Um, I mean, yeah, really, I think the crowd. I think the crowd kind of shit on the ladies' match a little bit, but I, I still think they, much. I still think they brought it. I mean, I mean, when's the last time we were, you know, in the last few months with these guys been feuding that we're like really kind of interested in? It was like everybody was like, "Did you see what happened Smack- on SmackDown with those two? That was, oh, amazing. It was so good. And it was amazing. Did you hear that women are actually people? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, with kind of regular uh, altercations with each other, with feelings and wrestling abilities. <laughs> I well, we're gonna forget it now because of totally divas, but you know, at least it we have so, that glimmer of hope. Yeah. It was so weird for the big like advertising point of that segment to be. This is the first ever contract signing we've ever had for a women's match. It's like yeah, because that shows what you think about women's matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Bye. right. Anything else you want to touch on there? I can't believe Mark Henry tapped out. <laughs> I can't believe it. After that was a bit much. Uh, after all that. Yeah. Yeah. After all that, and if by all that I mean the last like seventeen years or whatever. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like he was not up for coming back, and they pitched him this idea. Like I thought that I feel like I don't know. I feel like this was an Andre the Giant moment. You know, where they're like, oh, I'm pretty much done. And they're like, well, what if we did this? Well, he's clearly. We need to buy some time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like. I feel like they could have shot it into, you know, Mark Henry. Because why not? Like, it's this point of the year where they could do something like that. Yeah. And if they want to shoot it back to Cena, they could. The minute. When Mark Henry uh, distracted the ref or whatever and then kicked John Cena in the dick, that should have been it. Yeah. That was the highlight. That would have been a phenomenal ending. Yeah, and just going around, just ripping the uh, the, the turnbuckles off one handed was 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 amazing. Um, yeah, I thought it wouldn't have been a bad idea to have him as a tradition transitional guy because I thought when he was world heavyweight champion, I thought they were going to build Daniel Bryan up then mm-hmm. and have him be like the giant slayer or whatever. And then yeah. I don't even remember what happened. Kane beat him or something. Carlos is saying in the chat, Mark Henry's brilliance is that he he convinces you that he won't be just another loss to Cena. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of doubt going into it. I think with a lot of us, right? And that's where they went. So yeah, it's that, it's that strong promo work. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, if you uh, if you live by the laws of hustle, loyalty, and respect, it's going to be hard to lose to anybody. <laughs> that's true. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> awesome. Well, Kenny, thanks for hanging with us and uh, talking with us, hey. Money in Bank. Uh, uh, good luck. The album's coming out. I hope uh, plenty more pick it up other than. Uh, us uh, helped out with the Kickstarter. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks yeah. so much to everybody who did that. Uh, yeah, look at my Twitter and uh, in the next week or so on iTunes, uh, my name should be on there. Awesome. And uh, yeah, buy it. Buy it if you haven't donated and, or just steal it. Either way. <laughs> just Maybe get it out there. Do. Get it to your ear holes one way or another. Ask one of yeah, us get, for it. Yeah, soak it up right? in your mind graves. There you go. There you go. Thanks a lot. At Kenny Pickett on the Twitters. Uh, to get more info on that. And uh, with that, we're going to toss to DJ Lunchbox. He's on the line, and he's being cued here. Tell us about PittsburghOnVideo.org. We'll be right back. Hi, guys. DJ Lunchbox to the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and I want to talk to you about PittsburghOnVideo.org. It is the place to be for all things Pittsburgh-related on video. You can find lots and lots of videos from Sorgatron Media, as well as many, many other people all based out of Pittsburgh. It's a fantastic place to be. We love the city. You love the city. And if you don't, you will. PittsburghOnVideo.org. Check it out. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. And it's time for their favorite segment, whether you want to believe it or not. Oh, my God. It's the Indie Minute for this week. What? Ah! What? Not a whole lot of indie uh, news this week. It's a kind of dry period for the indie wrestling world, except for a couple things. Uh, and I'm going to talk about them, because that's my job. 
the first thing I want to talk about was an event that happened this past weekend, uh, a big event in the women's wrestling world, and that was Shine Wrestling 11. Uh, that was this past weekend in Ybor City, Florida. Uh, the big news, uh, they had their tournament to crown their first ever champion on their uh, year anniversary event. Uh, and uh, former Shimmer star, you know, women's wrestling star for many years, Rain, uh, picked up the victory and is the new Shine champion, defeating Mia Yim in the finals. Uh, from what I heard, it was an amazing tournament. So uh, you, uh, I believe you can check that uh, event out still on replay. Uh, if you want more information, you can go to ShineWrestling.com. I encourage you to check them out. Uh, Shine Wrestling is doing some pretty awesome stuff in the wrestling world. They're developing a good consistency of really, really good shows, uh, bringing in some of the best talent. So I definitely encourage you to go check them out if, you know, you don't get a lot of exposure to women's wrestling of that kind and, you know, I definitely encourage you to go seek them out and see what they have. You can go to shinewrestling.com for more information, get their DVDs for their past events, and uh, go check them out and go support them. Uh, and the only other big thing that's happening this weekend uh, involves Sorgatron Media, and it's IWC. What? 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 Uh, Proving Grounds 2 is this weekend, uh, the 20th. It's going to be a fun, fun time. Uh, you're going to get to see tons of new talent. We kind of mentioned it last week on the show. But like I said, you're going to get to see tons of new talent in White Oak, PA, getting to show what they can do for the first time in IWC. Uh, tons of great stuff. Sorgatron Media will be there. Sorg, yeah. you're excited. I'm excited. No, I, I loved when they did the Proving Grounds the first time around. I love the idea that they're doing again. Uh, there's some really intriguing names. I talked about a little bit uh, about it last week on the show, so I won't rehash it here. Uh, it's a smaller show. Come do it. Justin Labar from uh, Chair Shot Reality, who I've been working with uh, on that show. Uh, he, I know he was giving away tickets on, on Triple Live Radio today, uh, I saw on Twitter. So, uh, And he's going to be there as well doing a segment. Uh, in the ring, he did he did something at Super Indie. He's starting to get more involved with IWC, so it's really cool to see somebody on that you know uh, you know on the sites and you know, with the local media and everything, um, you know being involved with it. I was excited that that Mark Madden uh, got to go do an article uh, because he attended Super Indie. Uh, so I mean, I really think th- things are picking up for the group. And and again, I, I you know the, this is this is me with the Indies. I love checking out. You know, new names and see see what's coming up. That's why I like Super Indie, and and that's why I like this show because it's it, it, these guys could be the next up and comers. I mean, guys like we just talked to Mike Rain, or you know, started off on this show. You know, guys like uh, Jordan Lennox that that now is you know uh, a regular with them. Um, Lowrider's coming back. That guy's cool. Uh, so. I, I, I found out you're actually getting a, a Texas talent at that show that I'm excited about. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, one, I remember you talking one, about that a couple weeks ago. One, uh, one Sammy Guevara. He's actually apparently wrestling facade on that show, so that should be a very interesting matchup. I actually seen Sammy work a couple times in the area, mm-hmm. and he's a treat. So I definitely, uh, definitely uh, am waiting to see what you, uh, you and the rest of the IWC fans think of him. Awesome, awesome. So, like I said, it's a smaller show. It's kind of it's out in White Oak, which is over by McKee's part. If you're here in the area, so it's a little closer to the city. Uh, I'm excited because I don't have to go nearly as far for a wrestling show this time. Because it's a good like <laughs> hour drive usually for me, and you know to cut it down a little bit is always great for all that shit we gotta bring. Uh, yeah, that's right. Carlin's saying the crowd hated Labar. It was great. <laughs> it's so hard to be truly hated in the indies, but he did it. So there you go. Um, so, that, uh, and also, hey, we can't, we got to mention what happened this past weekend, too. Um, yes. Friend of the show, uh, what, well, they, 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 uh, Kato, uh, you know, Kato, you know, if Kato. we know him locally here, 
uh, was uh, evacuated the title. Uh, so they, they used RWA Resurrection this past weekend uh, to have a mini tournament for the title. Uh, came down to Ash Namhurst and G Raver, friend of the show, G, G Raver. He's an awesome cruiserweight they have down there. G Raver wins the belt. What? And what do you mean, what? No, I mean, I get that. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, it's a good what. But uh, there was a little bit of a stipulation, uh, kind of, a, I think, a, a little bit of an homage because of what was going on this weekend. But then another friend of the show came in, cashed in a contract he had in his back pocket, and Ryan Edmonds is now the RWA champion. And, and the crowd was at near riot proportions. Holy shit. Once again, uh, uh, they, they, man, I have not, you know, you know, you can get excited about an indie show because the crowd is completely in it and positive and cheering their heads off. Uh, this is great for absolutely the opposite reasons, uh, <laughs> because everybody in the, in the room wants to kill a guy. Okay. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, but no, go check out rwalive.com. Resurrection will be uh, available for DVD purchase and digital download later in the week uh, with that. Uh, so, and that's all I have, sir. And that's all I have for this week in indie wrestling. All right, excellent. We'll go back, uh, check out what's going on in gold. There was a lot of entertaining stuff on gold this week. Uh, with a little bit of layover from Let's Play. Uh, check out what is going on in the indies and the latest from Sorgatron Media. And then we'll be right back with Remember When and a friend from the Bronx. If I seem super angry tonight about Rob Van Dam, it plays into the fact that I got home an hour ago and my brother decided, oh, this is the time that I'm going to do complete construction of my entire bed frame. And what the fuck is falling on me? Sorg's <laughs> losing his goddamn mind. What's going on? Maybe it's not so good to have Wi-Fi so close to my noggin. Apparently, Lowrunner has insider knowledge of this, <laughs> according to him. Also, also ask him uh, how the people at Dragon Gate USA get their jobs. Hey guys, welcome back. Go check out that exciting wrestling action at SorgatronMedia.com slash store. Uh, so this is the uh, uh, more uh, thoughtful portion of the show uh, as we go and remember when? Uh, yeah, I... Uh, this week, uh, as you may have noticed, Mad Mike has joined us again from the Bronx. Hello. Uh, how do you replace two people? Uh, fresh off the Brooklyn Raw, but we'll talk about that in a little bit, sir, right? Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. Yes. yes. Dated reference. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, so I thought, you know, considering his comeback and we were very, you know, kind of back and forth amongst all of us, we talked about a little bit in the first segment. Um, uh, 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 about RVD 
so I thought it'd be interesting to kind of look at uh, what is your favorite RVD moments or chat room. Please chime in on it. We won't ignore you like the Let's Play guys did. Um, so so Ooh, what, what is your favorite RVD moment? Uh, WrestleFan, you said you had one. I do have one. Uh, it's an underrated one uh, because uh, back in the year of 2003, which was the year where I started watching wrestling a lot, mm-hmm. um, RVD was the first ever man, in my opinion, uh, to win a cage match by being physically thrown through the cage wall. Uh, it happened in a match against Kane. And Kane uh, picked up Rob Van Dam and threw him out of cage like a lawn dart. And he threw it at him so hard that the cage popped open and he fell through the bottom. I don't remember that one. <clears throat> Wait, maybe I do. It was on a um, Raw. Okay. And um, it was pretty hilarious. That's a fan? Yes. I'm not trying to shit on your number one, but you are a child. You forget things because you're a child. St. Valentine's Day Massacre 1999. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Let, uh, let me paint a picture for you. Paul White climbing out through the ring, throwing Steve Austin into the old black bar cage. And fall to the floor to keep his WrestleMania title shot. Right. Also, uh, JBL won a match when Big Show choked Sam through a ring and made his way out. Yep. I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, it I mean, that's the first time. We're talking about RVD moments. Yes, there's many times. And I witnessed that last one in Pittsburgh, by the way, and it was really shitty to watch in person. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, uh, Bobby Lashley did wrestled too. like Jeff Hardy in like 2001. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, stuff is hardy was awesome. Uh, what mm-hmm. about you, Mike? You got any? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I went to Hardcore Heaven 99. Nice. Where RVD uh, and Jerry Lynn had a phenomenal pay-per-view match. Awesome. And it was the one where Van Damme uh, broke the nose of Jerry Lynn. And actually, a sidebar to that, years later, I was drunk coming home from a bar. I stopped into a... a bagel shop in New York City mm-hmm. on Holy Thursday and Paul Heyman was there buying bagels and I told him about that match and he said it was great to meet me as a fan and he bought me a bagel. That's awesome. Yes. That's, a, that's a very New York experience right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then as I was walking out with my bagel, he went back into his giant... Um, SUV, and it was very obvious that he was getting high. <laughs> so it ties back into RVD. Mm. Sorg. <laughs> uh, you know, mine is, uh, 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 mine might not be RVD's fault. Uh, there was a time that he won the Money in the Bank, you know, kind of appropriate, <laughs> and then they did the uh, One Night Stand 2. Uh, and the uh, him taking on uh, John Cena, which was just a magical, magical match, probably for all of the right and wrong reasons, right? Uh, so, uh, yeah, but no, it was great. You know, again, you know, it's not just RVD, but it was great to see him with the belt, kind of making it there. Uh, they gave him the ECW belt to to jumpstart that, and, and it just seemed like uh, ECW was inevitable to be completely awesome forever. And, uh, of course, we were truly wrong in all those counts. Uh, but still, <laughs> you know, it was still nice. The moment was nice, you know. Uh, oh, and that's kind of one of up. my favorite times. What's that? 
Well, yeah. Fucked up. Shit happens. Shit happens. My favorite time is the time he got high in Ohio with Sabu. Uh, uh, he put the I in Ohio? Yes. So, excellent. Uh, from the chat, you got anything out there? I got RVD versus Bam Bam Bigelow from Mac Carlin's. Nice. Uh, cars and getting the ECW title when they relaunched it. So, I was pissed when he basically threw it away. Um, yeah, 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 well, yeah, Cars is right along with me with that one-night stand and spot. Colin says RVD being Bigelow for the TV title in ECW. It's the match where he somersaults from the top rope onto Bam Bam, who was deep in the crowd. Uh, yeah, that was the one that was on the ECW intro video for years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Years upon years. Uh, RVD versus Guerrero. For the IC title lighter match, yeah, those are those are always good, man. That, That's the one where the fan interfered. That <laughs> you know, that was the time you know the, that that mid WWE uh, run where he got to go with Jericho, with Guerrero, with uh, uh, Hardy. You know, those were really were the best years of RVD, weren't they? Yeah, he got I a mean, couple of Triple H matches. Because I mean, you were you got to a point where you, you you had RVD pretty much doing dream matches, even if they weren't like world title matches or whatever. Who cares? They were the worker spot on the card, right? So yep. mm-hmm. yeah, it was just awesome to see him uh, kind of a part of all of that. So awesome! So thanks, guys. Uh, RVD. Uh, we'll see what they do with him here in the coming weeks and everything. I mean, I think they're off to a great. Uh, anyone notice RVD versus Kenny King was not mentioned. Mm. <laughs> Also, RVD versus Sabu. Anytime from Bobby. Uh, there was Can we talk about this now? What? 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 What, what do you want to go right. to, man? Oh no! I'll wait. I'll wait if the chat room. Is what do you want first. to chat about, man? Wait, but this is the perfect thing to talk about. Okay. Now, of course, people know my opinions about the whole RVD thing going into it. Because yeah. the reason we're talking about RVD is because he returned the Money in the Bank. Yeah. I'll say this. Yeah. The match at Money in the Bank wasn't bad. Okay. It wasn't amazing. Okay. But it wasn't bad. Okay. The match with Jericho and Raw wasn't amazing. Yeah. Wasn't spectacular. Wasn't bad. Okay, Brandon. Fine. Now, how does Eamon feel about it? No, no. Trust me. You weren't in the arena. They had that entire arena fucking on the edge of their seat the whole match. That's cool. That's really cool. match. It was great. Yeah, Brooklyn's awesome. And, you know, they were hot for him at the pay-per-view because they got CRVD come back. Mm-hmm. Besides, and it was like, Philly. Then, besides them getting really loud for his entrance at Money in the Bank and or being loud for the Rob Van Dam Jericho match, well, for the Money in the Bank match, what purpose did RVD serve besides that? Besides saying, oh, look, it's RVD, this is something. If you took RVD out of that match, it wouldn't have changed it whatsoever. Well, because he wasn't involved in the decision. Well, you you could take everyone else besides out of that. You could take Christian and have him get him hit with the RKO. Did Fandango really add to that first one? I'm not saying he didn't, but my point is bringing in Rob Van Dam back. Adding him, not not just bringing him back for one night, but now adding him to the roster, adding him to the weekly television shows that they're doing now. WWE is having a serious problem of being really just overcompensated with so much stuff. There is so much happening right now. 
There's a three-hour show to try to fill on Monday nights. There's, yes, there's a lot of stuff going on because there's yeah. nine hours of television every week. What do there's you want? There's more than nine hours of television. Is it? Of course there's more than nine hours. But I, but still, there, well, there's nine hours that I there's actually. But there's still five. What did Ryback do last night? What, what did Ryback? What did Ryback do last night? Daniel he Ryan won with a very line. powerful roll-up. Yes, he did. He, he did something. <laughs> he was involved in something. Uh, Sheamus was involved in something. Uh, Sheamus was involved in a commercial. You you have you have you know storylines that are thread through the night that are the main storyline. Also, you have to remember um, Ryback worked superstars. Yeah. So, so did Miz. Yeah. I mean, you you gotta think, have just because you don't see show. some of these people on Raw, there's, again, there's how many other hours of television that they're on. But you have to find something for them to do, is my wrestle point. Fan, wrestle fan, wrestle fan. You can't have a storyline for everybody. No. No, absolutely not. You just not. can't. You just can't. Then they why want bring to bring RVD back. Money in the Bank is an excellent vehicle to bring back RVD. Yeah. Because it's what a ladder. Does he... Because he's won it before when John Cena was the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. the perfect way to bring him back. You don't need a storyline right away for him. No. It gets no. Just by the fact that he's back because gets... people are excited yeah. to see RVD. And, and, and it makes everybody go batshit in Philadelphia, of all places. That is, yep. the, that is the strategic thing. They may not, may not have a long-term plan. They have, they, they have on a bunch of shows that a bunch maybe more people will come to and say, Oh, cool, RVD, I remember that guy. Why hasn't he wrestled in the last five years? Uh, you know, and, and, and that's the important part. You know, maybe they do have a plan later on. Maybe don't, they don't. Who cares? He shows up, does a couple of things. You know, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar comes up in F5, someone to set up for a pay-per-view two months later, right? Are we are we pissed <laughs> about that, you know? But that's because Brock Lesnar's a giant celebrity. Yeah. I mean, no, he's not. Surprise. People oh, hold on. It's hold the fuck on. Whoa. Brock Lesnar, if you ask anyone if they know who the fuck Brock Lesnar is, unless they are an MMA fan... They do not fucking know who he is. Exactly. No, no, no. If there is you know, so fan, don't say he's a listen, huge listen, celebrity. Listen, 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 listen. He's a wrestler. Listen, they're bringing in MMA fans by having Brock Lesnar come in. Right. What and other fan are they? W fans by bringing back RBD. Exactly. Exactly. The, yeah, older wrestling fans. Yeah. So no older wrestling fans wrestling are current fans. MMA fans. Hold on. No one besides wrestling fans know who RBD is. Okay. So what? So yeah. So they're actually playing to wrestling fans. What do you want them to bring? Go in? figure. You want them to bring in Big Brother people or I'm, something like that? No, like no, 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 no. Tries to do no, Listen, I'm just explaining why Brock Lesnar isn't there all the time. Okay. Okay, because he's not specifically just a wrestler. He doesn't make his sole living on professional wrestling. Okay. Yes, he does now. Yeah, what that's... else does he do? What else if you make your living on professional movies? wrestling, you wrestle every week. Do you see Brock Lesnar, Jimmy John's ads on TV? And it's not just... When's his next UFC fight? No, it, is it is, he in it's Bellator? Not, it's not that he doesn't have anything else to do. He comes in for specific dates because that's the deal. Because that's the deal yeah. he made. It, Undertaker isn't doing something else. Undertaker comes in and does one match and gets paid a million or two for WrestleMania because he's that fucking important. If you don't have to work every house show... Because you are seen as that important, and I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar, again, in the chat room, they're saying he's got more crossover appeal than just about anybody on the roster. 
then Brock Lesnar gets that money to show up to three pay-per-views a year. That's how it works. And they no, see the return on it. But I'm not saying RVD, that's not how it works. RVD has the purpose. Yes, he's bringing old... You're not going to create new wrestling fans with RVD. That's fine. RVD is a name. Ones. Yeah, you're bringing. I mean, there's still, you know, how many have, how many people do you run into day to day that say, "Oh, I used to watch wrestling when so and so was big." Oh, I used to watch ECW with RVD. Oh, I used to watch when this happened. And then every time you bring back, yo, know, you show off Bruno San Martino for three months going into WrestleMania. Guess how many old, old, old time fans came back then? You bring back RVD. How many ECW fans or 10 year ago WWE fans came back to see that? Somebody out there is excited about that. And it's that is exactly ones. what they're doing. Again, this is a business, and you put a face like that in there. It's good business because it's Philly. Everybody, you know, you're in a place where is going to go batshit for this guy so he's hot off the start so anybody that's like who the fuck is rvd says oh crap he must be a big deal and now maybe they're a new rvd fan and you sell a bunch of t-shirts the the, the same fans that are already back because the rock came back yes oh, that, no that's not the different same fans. fans it is different completely fans. not the same do you think people who are fans of rvd in 1996 were fans of the rock fuck no may they hated the rock may have been When RVD was hitting it big, it was the same time The Rock was hitting it big. Ah. No. No. That is a fail. That is a fail because you are using a remember box and everything is one continuous minute to you. Because I don't know how a timeline works. No. You didn't experience the timeline. There's a difference. Okay. okay. No. There is a difference. Because RVD, as popular as he was in ECW, was not... Popular to WWE fans when Rock was staying popular. It was when RVD came to WWE that he hit his peak. Regardless of what history might show you in newsreels. I love this from the chat. I love this, Alex. Alex is saying, "I like that wrestle fan, young as he is, is trying to explain how wrestling history works." Okay, (laughs) wrestle fan, wrestle fan. I spent a year and a half chronicling wrestling history. Yes. Trust me. That's true. He, he, I he know is, how this shit works. He is the master chronologicler. Um, and, and, Matt, and Matt Collins keeps saying, how can you not be happy about RVD being back those first two nights? He's not, great. Not, not happy. My point is, I don't, think, I don't see bringing him back week for week if he's not spectacular. He's the same RVD from 2006, just slightly slower. So what? So, At so. least he's not the RVD from 2010. The, the Rock wasn't the same Rock Kinda from Kind of is. He's just wrestling different people. Two. No. He actually looked like he gave a shit last night. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was making money. Yes. What's wrong with that? You know, money is a pretty good motivator, especially money in pro wrestling. thing. Yeah. But, I mean, for however much... However much they were paying him to come back for money in the bank, he could have done his moves, done his fucking, you know, Tamina snook a splash off a ladder. What the fuck? You know, got his paycheck right, and fucking fair. gone home and smoked a bunch of weed. Okay, sure. And I'm sure he did Ooh. all of that. But he delivered because he is a fucking professional. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, Robbie Nam is the, the professional. That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The matches were fine. They were—they apparently were the most spectacular thing you ever seen 
Even though people no, think they're really no, 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 you're not going the wrong that, dude, way. Are, yeah, you're just being a Are dick. you expecting to be blown away every week on Raw? Is that no. what's happening here? But like, he was fucking indie mark. Man, you know, I yeah, I know, man. I know. You're they not going to be happy with John Cena lands a swan bomb, are you? They were the same, the fans. The same, fans. Bomb, fans. Were the same fans that were chanting, you still got it, when he nipped up from a fucking, like, a blizzard. Have you ever tried nipping up? got it during a Ric Flair promo. Big Show uh, can't nip up anymore. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so, Okay. Okay, let's, let's talk about down. happier things. Let's settle it down. Let's settle it down. Let's breathe. No, no, I yeah, want to get angry. Fuck Randy man. Orton. Woosaw. Woosaw, wrestling fan. Don't be mad at Randy Orton. Fucking Woosaw! Fuck Randy Orton. That's what I said to that. I said, fuck Randy Orton. Yeah, well, you're already touched on Randy Okay, well, your thoughts, because Mike, you weren't with us in that last segment. Your thoughts on Randy Orton. Ah, so angry about that. Okay. So, because I don't understand. Why Randy Orton needs the money in the bank to get a title shot? Can someone answer me that? I, I don't understand why he needed that. Because I'll, I'll answer your question with another question. <laughs> why does CM Punk or Daniel Bryan need that briefcase? Daniel Bryan didn't. Mm -hmm. CM Punk has other things in store for him. He's mm -hmm. not in the title seat. No, and I'm not just talking about that. For those that watch the CM Punk DVD, there's a portion in it where he talks about winning the Money in the Bank contract for the second time and being so confused as to why he needed it a second time. Okay, well, that was his perception, and I'm sorry if anybody's jaded about the wrestling business of CM Punk. Well, okay, but it does hold a lot of truth. Okay. I don't think... Daniel Bryan only sort of needs it because he's the only one that, you know, would require that big of a push. And he got it last night by doing the thing Daniel with Daniel Bryan Cena. has been getting pushed for the past three months. Mm -hmm. He's but been getting pushed to this for the last three months. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, did, it, it was very obvious that Daniel Bryan was going to be getting a WWE title match very soon. Yeah. If you want to do something different, Christian or RVD. Mm -hmm. That was the way to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because both of them are popular enough where they don't have to win. Nope. If you throw Randy, if you give Randy Orton that briefcase, you are telling everyone, congratulations, we're going to have another Randy Orton title run in the next year. Yeah. Or, the fucking or you do Orton, something different. But Randy, I, Orton's, but Randy Orton's an eight, nine-time champion to the point where he couldn't lose that match. Yeah. Um, Same thing happened to John won't. Cena. Matt's saying in the chat, uh, he, needs, he needs that briefcase because it isn't a title that he'll have to be stripped of when he uh, gets his strike three. But no. John so. Cena lost his Money in the Bank uh, No, but John match. Cena is different than Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. John Cena... No, no, no. John Cena is not a guy who would be his character wise, kayfabe wise. Mm -hmm. His character is not such where it would take advantage of a situation because that goes against everything that is rooted deep within the character unless you're turning him heel. Yep. Which they're not gonna do. Nope. Randy Orton is a dick. <laughs> Randy Orton will RKO his own mother and then punt Harley Race in the head. Yep. That and that's fine, but I don't want to fucking see it again. 
I'm done with Randy Orton completely. If anything, put him on SmackDown. I'm Give again, him a world title. I'm Let again. the younger guys go after Randy Orton instead. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Randy Orton and John Cena in a match ever again because they do not have good in-ring chemistry. They do not have good matches. You have to put them with someone like a Ziggler, like uh, Daniel Bryan, like a Punk, someone like that. Hey, hey, who says they won't? Yeah. Who says Cena's going to be champion when Orton cashes in? <laughs> Matt says that uh, Randy's going to lose the cash in and all you boys are going to have a party in here. If Randy loses the cash in, I want Randy Orton to I will do, do the cool. show naked. That's what I'm saying. I, they, I, I can't. If Randy, Orton, if Randy Orton loses that cash in, I will do the show naked. Uh, uh, exactly. That's how confident I am I, that Randy Orton is not losing that cash in. Now I have something to root for. Uh, and- <laughs> Is him, yeah, winning. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, I, I look at it as like, great, you're doing this. You're doing like the most interesting thing with Randy Orton again. In what two years we were talking about earlier? Let's see, let's see if they do something cool with it. You know, let's see what to do with it. You know, we we'll give Randy Orton a chance to reinvent himself. I think, I, I think it needs to happen again. He's been in uh, uh, autopilot for too long. Oh, we talked about something else. Yeah. We we've kind of uh, right, let's we'll uh, talk about the Wyatts. The way we talked about the Wyatts a little bit, but yeah, yeah. What do you think? That entrance is so cool in person. I love that they're still doing it. Yeah, I, I you know, I was watching. I was like, I wonder what Mike. So cool I think person. I said Mike is pooping himself right now. That entrance was amazing live. It really was. Although I wish they'd uh, done it to JTG instead of our truth. Yeah. Yeah, Just because be JTG comes out, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. You know. You know, I I gotta say, I think the most disappointing thing of last night was was the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, uh, he was on Superstars. Oh, was he? Yes, he Good. wrestled right back on Superstars. Oh, and that's he got one of the biggest pops of the night. Nice. He absolutely. I when I was heading into the arena, I could have swore I'm like, all right, why are you going to attack someone? It's got to be Brawler, right? Like I, I was just imagining it had to be Brawler. There it had to be Brawler. But it wasn't. Uh, but, I mean, you know, Leg Kick's pointing out still that still beat up very old our truth. So Leg Kick was fun. pointing out that he was on stage standing next to JTG and Zack Ryder. That's true. So, um, yeah. Other than that, I, yeah, I, I think we had a great weekend with Money in the Bank. I think Raw was a great follow up. Um, I mean, we're we're leading to SummerSlam. Uh, I know, like for us, we really kind of feel like Money in the Bank is kind of like it for this time of year, and SummerSlam tends to fall flat for us, right? Uh, well, I didn't think Money in the Bank was that amazing. It still it still has the air about it. It still has that. Uh, we don't really know who's going to win air about like a Royal Rumble, like a, I, uh, uh, a Elimination Chamber, right? I thought Raw was better than Money in the Bank, though. I was going to say, I, was, I think Payback was a bit better pay-per-view than Money in the Bank. I like yes. Money in the Bank, but I do think Payback, I think, was a more well-rounded show. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I, I agree with you as far as the show goes. and that was Because as surprising. great as the ladder matches were and as how interesting John Cena and Mark Henry was, Jericho and Ryback was pretty lame. Yeah. Yep. It was very forgettable. Mm-hmm. Very forgettable. But how about, about that pre-show, guys? Oh, I heard the pre-show um, was great. I want to watch it. Yeah, so, I Uso's didn't watch in the it. Shield. I hear good things about it. So, so why not, right? 
So, can we talk about uh, like? And I don't want to get on the thing again, but like about like the ways people are sort of doing and you know the the path they're sort of taking. What is with this Chris Jericho return? What about it? Are they doing anything with him? Uh, He's here to put people over. Yeah, isn't that obvious? What's wrong with He's that? Here. Now, we, we, let's talk about a bit uh, Sunday night. Actually, I'm like, like I love that Jericho, like, like is the guy that you put with people you want to get better. You know, think about uh, who was it? Fandango. Yeah, Fandango, Fandango. Yeah, but the Fandango stuff wasn't that good. No, it doesn't work all um, the time. Fandango but... got a win over him at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, but the match. Was he can good. say that forever. Yeah, that's fine, but the match wasn't good. You get the rope. Okay, so neither were... the matches that got Chris Jericho the undisputed title weren't very good. No. Chris really? Jericho can still say, "I beat the Rock and Stone Cold in the same night." Yeah, you don't remember how good of a match it was. You remember that fact. Because he keeps repeating. Yep. Yeah, but then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter of how good Jericho is. It's just the way WWE booked it. You know. Yeah, but it's the fact that Jericho has the stroke to be able to give younger guys something. To all right, all right. There, there's there's several things happening. Hear me out. And this is this is this is the discussion with with Jericho. Jericho is so good that he can lose uh, to new guys. The next five pay-per-views, and it doesn't matter. You can give him a title shot if you want him to run for a belt for a bit. He has that much uh, credibility credibility build up over years and years and years, right? Uh, so, and, and I mean this honestly. It's based solely on the credibility aspect, not on you know the fact that, oh, Jericho is guaranteed to have a great match with whoever. Yeah. And on top of that, great match or not, the Jericho is also one of those guys. Notice he's been going with a lot of new guys. Fandango, Ryback, people they want to be next-level guys. This is what you see happen. I mean, whenever I forget who we, we, we were talking about before. This is what Randy Orton should be doing. Booker T having no, a, Booker T having a series with Chris Benoit was the thing that put him on the map and made him better, right? Yep. Be people, having a, people having a series with somebody that's established and damn good and one of those guys that you learn from. Just for the fact that Ryback worked with Jericho for a month means that Ryback got to rub elbows with one of the one of the greater minds in the business, and right. hopefully after this month, and maybe he won't, maybe he will. Again, it doesn't always work. Fandango has floundered since his thing with Jericho, but he was also injured. But still, and that's on them what they didn't take advantage and didn't actually get anything out of it. But that's how it works. You stick them with this guy so they learn a bit more, get better, and hopefully they'll elevate. You and know. Like what uh, what, Bryan, or, what is the problem with that? It's not always going to be a good match. That's where no, it's going to no. be. I mean, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like the Orton coasting thing, but there's more happening with this. I don't. See. I agree with what you're saying, and and I think Randy Orton has done that. He's done that with a Daniel Bryan. He's done that with a Cody Rhodes in the past. Okay. He's done oh, that with wait, tons of people. Who? Hmm? Randy Orton or Chris Jericho? He's talking about Orton. Randy now. Orton. Randy Orton did not put Cody Rhodes over once. No, no, I, I don't think. No, that. not he once. Did it with Daniel Bryan? No, you're you're talking about. I mean, we're, we he were, did it with Wade Barrett. He, no, no, no. No, he didn't. Wade Barrett never won. You he have to did. job. It's not always no, no, no. It's not always about rub. it's not always about jobbing. You don't have to win or lose to win or lose. Okay. No, but Barrett's won. Barrett's it does, beat it doesn't win. He's beaten him either, I think it's either on a pay-per-view or like a couple SmackDowns, he beat him. 
It's like beat him cleanly. Still, yeah, and there was that whole thing where we were just kind of canning people holding belts, mid-card belts for a while. Yeah, and Orton was a big part of it. A couple weeks where it was either Randy Orton versus Cesaro or Barrett, and he would always destroy them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's not Randy Orton's fault. I'm talking about when Randy Orton actually feuded with them. Yeah. That's just, oh, we don't have anything for this guy. Here's a match on Raw. Man, like, when do you remember, like, uh, Randy Orton really being on a pay-per-view more than one month out of the blue in the last, like, year. So, no, that guy, he's been in a holding pattern because, one, he's been going to shoot a movie. Uh, two, he's had whatever other problems and, and, and whatever. But I, I, enough about the Orton and, and Jericho kind of stuff. Wade Barrett has, has beat we, Randy Orton nine times. We have done that to death. And I'm guessing a lot of those were Nexus matches. So... Thank you, WrestlingData.com. WrestlingData.com. All right, guys. I think it's time to wrap it up. I think we've gone pretty long with this. So let me know. What did you learn from wrestling this week? You guys, too, chat room. WrestleFan, Eamon? Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know what I learned from wrestling this week. I learned that in we live in a world where a Divas match can top a Jericho Ryback match. Mm. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mad Mike? I learned several things about TNA this week. I learned that they, for some reason, want to acknowledge that Brooke Hogan is engaged in real life. I don't know why they want to acknowledge this, because it makes Brooke Hogan look really stupid. I also learned that Aces and Eights is now down another member mm-hmm. because uh, Luke Gallows is gone. Yep. And I learned that the ladder match that Terrence Rell and Gail Kim had had the most creative finish I've ever seen. Oh. And it was amazing. Okay. Um, Terrence Rell was going after Gail Kim in the ropes. Gail grabbed her hair and tied it in a knot around the middle rope. Wait, shit. And then scaled the ladder. It was the greatest thing ever. It was better than when Batiste, when John Cena used duct tape to duct tape Batista's ankles together. Well, well, everything's better than that, to be honest. But uh, for someone, actually, that didn't like their last last woman or last knockout standing match they had at the pay-per-view... Because it was horrible wrestling with them just doing stupid spots. I actually liked the ladder match. And I encourage people to check out the ladder match. I thought the ladder match was really good. Cool. Awesome. And Sword, what did you learn this week? Uh, I learned... Uh, I, I still think Money in the Bank is top three. As far as pay-per-views in the year. As far as concept, as far as the one you get excited for. The one that's worth it to drive an hour away to go hang out with your friends at a, at a BW3s, right? So, uh... Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's the best kind of uh, uh, gathering pay per view at this point. You know, seconded again by Royal Rumble and WrestleMania itself. So, um, so yeah, I think it held up as far as that goes. And I think we, I love the surprises we got. I love the stuff that happened in that match, and I think it's a great setup for uh, what's coming up here in the fall in SummerSlam. So, I'm still kind of eh, on SummerSlam, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I'm I'm fully in for SummerSlam. Yeah. You kidding me? Cena, Bryan. Brock Punk, Dolph Biggie, and oh, uh, there's another match we set up too, but I can't remember it right now. But those three match. Oh, and Henry versus the Shield in some fashion. 
That's going to be amazing. I love them do that, but, I, but the trend on. is that you know they disappear after a beat up like that, especially somebody like Henry. I think no, Henry already tweeted. He did. If anyone knows the shield, I'm going to beat the ass. Okay. All right. Maybe <laughs> Henry try. already tweeted that this morning, so he is not single being handed. taken out. He's going to come back. Alex Carr has learned that Russell Fan and Matt Mike are all bent out of shape over wrestling this week. Matt Carlin's learned that he likes RVD a lot more than Amon. Leg kick. Uh, she learned that Quentin Jackson does not own a suit. Hashtag men, men, uh, main event mafia. Main event mafia. Uh, and yeah, he doesn't. Man, he should man. come out in the BA Barakas attire. Garza learned that Punk might be in trouble for that. Might get in trouble. For um, Punk is going to attack Heyman's kids. Oh yeah, that part. Yeah, that was this great. Is true. We didn't even talk about. Or Heyman. the part when he used and, the word Can kids. I say I, the other thing I learned? I really like in that whole beat up segment. Uh, I feel like Punk doesn't have a chance. He just looks like a little scrawny guy next to Brock Lesnar, which means he's gonna win. That's gonna be gonna a hell of a match. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's last man standing. Uh, we always learned that he loves glass. You got to check it out there on uh, uh, RWA this weekend. Um, Bobby learned a book. Uh, he learned that Randy Orton and yep. Stolen Pickles are the bane of my existence and that Damian Sandow is currency within the institution in which you deposit said currency. Guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Again, we're at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher's. Flip TV, Roku, YouTube. Uh, please go to any of those. Subscribe to us. Follow us. Like us. Tell your friends about us. Just put it out on Facebook. Hey, I'm digging this show. Uh, and, and spread the mayhem out there. Uh, again, we're live.sorgatronmedia.com. Or look for us over on Justin TV for Sorgatron Media. We're here Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We start at 7 p.m. with Awesome Cast Talk Tech. Video games at 8 with Let's Play. And then we get to the mayhem at hand the headline main event of the night. Uh, drop us a line. Bye, yeah. Drop us a line to that email. Good times. Good times at com 412-206-WMS0. And then you can... Buy the app. Buy the app. WMS Gold. Uh, and uh, with that, uh, your Amazon stores and everything, please go to ProWrestlingTees.com for the brand new Wrestling Mayhem Show shirt. Uh, we're really excited to get accepted in there under the podcast uh, heading there. So go check it out. If you're going to go pick up your Cole Cabana, your Adam Pierce, your your whatever other shirts, they got everybody over there. Indie Wrestling, some TNA stuff too, I think. Ring of Honor guys, Kevin Steen's over there. While you're there, go pick up your Wrestling Mayhem Show shirt alongside that. It's great. You can put them all in your cart. And get a nice big package of wrestling awesomeness. Please go check it out. We want to we want to show pro wrestling tees that the fans are are serious about mayhem show and uh, and make them not disappointed that they let us onto their fine site. So go please go to pro and get us and a bunch of other shirts and tell them that the mayhem show sent you, of course. Uh, and with that, again, uh, for 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 I'm the Sorg uh, for the Mad Mike for the uh, Amen. Uh, in in Texas, in uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, go check out his album. Keep an eye out for that, and uh, and, and DJ Lunchbox, of course, for the fine first half of the show. Uh, Mayhem out, guys. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. wait for the-